0: is yours yes Lord yes Lord my life is yours yes Lord we just gotta sing yes Lord my life is yours yes lord yes lord my life is yours yes lord yes lord my life is yours. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Our life is yours. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. My my life is yours,
1: hallelujah. yes Lord, hallelujah, yeah. hallelujah, Glory yes the Lord, the Lord. yes Lord, amen,
2: hallelujah, we thank God, yes. we bless the name of the Lord, God bless you, um, music minister Daniel Yeboah. We are going to go straight into the word this morning. I have a word for you this morning entitled Forgiveness Brings Healing. I want you to repeat that after me or if you want to type it in. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness, Forgiveness. Brings, healing. brings healing. But let's look at the definition for healing. Mm-hmm. I just thought about trying to look into the word healing. Is Healing is the process of making or becoming sound mm-hmm. in your soul. Mm-hmm. Healing is the, it's a process mm-hmm. of making or becoming sound in your soul, mm-hmm. or becoming healthy again. The Greek word for soul is psyche, psyche, psyche. And that's the origin for the English word psychology. The origin for the English word psychology. But what does your soul contain? Mm. It contains your mind, emotions, thinking, feelings. So giving us the understanding that a breakdown of the soul will lead to what? Physical sickness. When your soul is broken, it will uh, lead to the physical manifestation of sicknesses or diseases and sometimes infirmity. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Mark chapter two, verse one to 12. If you could read that for us
1: Amen.
2: with your kindness.
1: Jesus re- returned to Capernaum, And after a few days later, the news went out that he was at home. Yes, So many people gathered together that there was no room for them, not even near the door. And Jesus was discussing with them the word of God. Yes. Then they came, bringing to him a paralyzed man who was being carried by four men. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, Mm -hmm. they removed the roof above Jesus. And when they had dug out an opening, they let down the mat on which the paralyzed man was lying. Yes. When Jesus saw their active faith springing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts, the implication of what he had said. Why does this man talk that way? He is blaspheming who can forgive sins, remove guilt, nullify sins, penalty, and a sign of righteousness, Mm. except God alone. Immediately, Jesus began fully aware of their hostility, and knowing in his spirit that they were thinking this, said to them, why are you debating and arguing about these things in your hearts, which is easier to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and pick up your mat and walk. But so that you may know that the son of man has the authority and power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I say to you, get up, pick up your mat and go home. And he got up and immediately picked up the mat and went out before them all so that they were all astonished and they glorified and praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this.
2: We have never seen anything like this. I speak that into your life through this message that you will catch this by faith. Mm. We have seen, you have not seen Mm. nothing like what God. Is going to do according to your faith,
1: Glory your
2: trust, God. and your believing God, just as we are seeing in this passage. Hallelujah. Rise up. Okay. But the evidence of his wellness was the ability, the strength to pick up the mat. It showed that, yes, he was ill and began to walk as he could never do before. But in our attempt to seek, Understanding to the reason why Jesus forgave the sins of this poor man, mm-hmm. we might be asking and wondering if the sickness was a result of a sin this man had committed. The answer is that we'll be in twofold, yes and no. But no, because not all sicknesses are a result of one sin. But here Jesus was specific. Which means the result of that man's sickness was maybe, you know, a sin he might have committed and needed forgiveness. The word of God says the wages of sin is death. But the manifestation of this death could be, um, could be, could be uh, realized in sometimes our finances our business, our career, our jobs, our relationship, your relationship dying. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the, the consequence is chaos or divorce, separation, or sickness, disease, and infirmity. Mm-hmm. So death as a result of our sin occurs two ways, physical and spiritual. Let's look into these uh, two ways of death that we experience as a result of our sin. The wages of sin is death, the manifestation of that death when when we experience it. This comes both physical and spiritual. Physical death as a consequence to sin is when we physically die, when our life on earth ends, and we transition into eternity. Spiritual death as a result of our sins causes us to be separated from God. It causes us to be separated from God. And a typical example is the sin of Adam and Eve. When you go to Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 20, Describes the whole scenario when God told them not to eat of the fruit of good and evil, but the devil entered the serpent and tempted Eve, who, in 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 the other sense, uh, also influenced Adam to eat of that fruit, and the anger of God came upon them, because God knew. Mm-hmm. But God even knew this was already going to happen. So when they heard the voice of God, they ran into hiding and covered their nakedness mm-hmm. with a fig tree, the fig tree leaf. Mm-hmm. A leaf from the fig tree is wide enough to provide um, covering. But that was the wrong covering, that was not the type of covering God would have chosen for them. Hallelujah. They were wrapped up in the glory of God, even though physically they were naked, Mm. but their nakedness was not showing because they were wrapped up in the glory of God. The moment they sinned, the glory of God departed from them And they ran into hiding. Why? Because all of a sudden, fear came over them. They became afraid. Mm -hmm. But all that, they were not afraid of anything. Because the glory of God was strongly upon them. Hallelujah. And this is a typical example. The glory of God that wrapped up around them is like a newborn baby in the womb of the mother, a fetus in the womb of the mother, developing to become a baby, maturing to be given birth to. Mm -hmm. That is their experiences. Until they disobey God, they had no nakedness. So our nakedness speaks of our sins. Mm -hmm. Our nakedness speaks of our sin, which brings death. So now... They became aware of their nakedness, and death had set in. The glory of God had departed, and fear had come in. So when we sin, the outcome is fear. The outcome is fear. But God, to settle the matter once and for all, and to bring his plans to address this situation, killed a lamb. And his skin was used to cover their nakedness, and they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. They were separated from God because of their sin, giving us an example of what the wages of sin is death means. We are spiritually separated from God. The covenant between us and God is broken spiritually. That needs to be fixed and be repaired. Hallelujah. And they were kicked out of the garden of Eden. Remember, they were wrapped in the glory of God. So, being kicked out of the garden of Eden separated them from God. Mm -hmm. And this brought about spiritual death and physical death. Mm -hmm. The word of the Lord says Adam and Eve is the origin of the sins of this world. We inherit the seed of sin in us even right from the womb of our mother. And check this out. The blood of the lamb that was killed for the sheepskin to cover them, their nakedness, the blood was symbolic of the blood of Jesus. The assignment of Jesus, when we sin already came to play. Hallelujah. God instituted the, 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 the process of substitutionary sacrificial atonement. Substitutionary sacrificial atonement. When Jesus went on the cross, he shed his blood so that we would receive forgiveness from God and be restored back to him. Because our animal blood could not take away sin forever. Your sins was forgiven back in generations after this situation, when God instituted a new covenant where sin will be dealt with by the blood of a sheep was temporary. Because your sins was forgiven, but then the guilt, you carried the guilt of your sins all around. Through the blood of Jesus. Our sins are forgiven once and for all, and the guilt we carry is also taken away. Genesis chapter 3 verse 21 to 24 talks about Adam and Eve being kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 to 20 describes the spiritual death, the punishment or consequences of their disobedience to God's word. Sin came into this world through the actions of Adam and Eve. And God said, we have to kick them out of this garden, else they will live in their sins forever. They will live in their sins for, forever. Therefore, the works of salvation will not have come into manifestation. Mm-hmm. The reason why they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, Eden so that the plans of God to save us will come into manifestation. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Because there was also the fruit of life. Mm-hmm. And God wanted to prevent them from eating of the, the fruit of life mm-hmm. so that they do not live in their sins forever. Mm-hmm. There will be no forgiveness. Of sin through the blood of Jesus or re- has been restored back to God, and this would have been forever. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. I want the authorized King James Version if you have that. But okay. we have the authorized King James Version. Okay.
1: Revelation chapter 13, verse 8. Yeah. Okay. And the Bible says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world.
2: Of the Lamb slain. Mm -hmm. So God already had the plan that we were going to fall, that Adam and Eve will fall. And already have made plans to restore us through the Lamb that was slain. Jesus was the lamb that was slain even before the foundations of the earth. God had plans for Jesus to die on the cross as a sacrificial lamb to save us from our sins, to break the power of sin over our lives. The blood of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to the blood of Jesus. We receive healing when our spiritual umbilical cord Remember I said, them living in the glory of God in the garden of Eden was like a fetus in the mother's womb. So when we receive healing, our spiritual umbilical cord is restored with God so that we can what? Receive nourishment. Now forgiveness, remember the title of the message is forgiveness brings healing. So let's look at forgiveness. Forgiveness brings healing because We might have inherited some generational curses spiritually that is plaguing our life, that needs to be broken to set us free. So when our sins are forgiven, we'll be set free from such sickness, from such disease, from such infirmities, from anything we are carrying from our bloodline, as a result of generational curses. Hallelujah. Beloved, such as mental health crisis, example being bipolar, schizophrenia, split personality, hypochondria, people feeling like they are sick, but in the natural sense, they are really not sick. Their mind is telling them otherwise that they are sick. Sexual dysfunctions of various kinds. Emotional crisis, fear, anxiety, depression. These are as a result of the sins that we have inherited, but the punishment of the sins that we have inherited that is plaguing our life and could be described as generational cases. So when your sins are forgiven, hallelujah, you will be set free. Hallelujah. From this spiritualism, Um, Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 to 7. Could you read that? Exodus chapter 34, verse 6 to 7.
1: Then the Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in loving kindness and truth, keeping mercy and loving kindness for thousands, Forgiving iniquity and transgression Mm -hmm. and sin. Yes. But he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. Mm -hmm. Visiting, avenging the iniquity, sin, guilt of the fathers Mm -hmm. upon the children Mm -hmm. and the grandchildren Mm -hmm. to the third and fourth generations. Mm -hmm. That is calling the children to account for the sins of their father.
2: Calling the children to account for the sins of their father. But he said, I also... Have the capacity to show mercy. Mm-hmm. Out of God's mercy, we obtain forgiveness mm-hmm. of sins. So, you see how the whole thing works? So, forgiveness will set us free mm-hmm. because we obtain mercy with God and these curses are broken. So, the children, generations paying for the sins of their they are forefathers. Okay. Uh, physically, we suffer what? As a result of generational cases, physically, we suffer sicknesses, disease, and infirmity. Socially, as a result of generational cases, we experience broken marriage over broken marriages. Mother, marriage was broken. You know, generations, uh, down the line, always experience divorce, confusion, chaos division in families, Mm -hmm. hallelujah. Uh, And then also waywardness, children from that family, that household, leading a wayward life that results in breaking law, always having problems with law, in and out of jail, experiencing incarceration. It's that needs to be broken. All these are meant to prevent us from living life to their fullness, living life to their fullness. If you inherit an economic curse, the outcome is limitations regarding to your finances, Mm -hmm. breakthrough is never experienced in any area of our lives, sometimes hindrances. These are a sign to prevent us from our miracles. These are assigned to prevent us from our miracles. Mm-hmm. So when that power of curse or sin is broken, when that sin is forgiven, when we find the mercy and the grace of God, Hallelujah! Mm-hmm. We experience miracles in every area of our life. Yes. Which will re- these things will require our faith, our trust, and belief in God to overcome. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! All that I made mention of will require our faith to overcome, Mm -hmm. to experience breakthrough. Beloved, miracles, signs, and wonders are the outcome of divine intervention from God. Miracles, signs, and wonders are the outcome of divine intervention from God. Since we live in this physical realms, there will be obstacles to overcome when we are trying to reach out to God in the realms of the spirit to receive what he has for us, there will always be obstacles to overcome because we live in the physical world and where we are expecting our blessings is in the realms of the spirit. Mm. This is why faith is the heavenly currency to purchase goods from heaven. Faith is the heavenly currency to get your blessing, to get your healing to get your deliverance, to get your miracle, to get your breakthrough, to get your peace, to get your career advancement, your promotion in the area of your job. Hallelujah. Just as this paralyzed man was faced with obstacles Mm -hmm. to receive his healing, we also are faced with the same experiences when we need a miracle from God. Let's look at the physical contributing factors that prevented this paralyzed man Mm -hmm. from receiving a miracle from Jesus, Mm -hmm. from receiving healing from Jesus. And that also applies to us. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. The healing of the palsy was received or came to manifestation by the faith of his four friends that helped his faith. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. The actions of these four friends have the faith of this policy of the man to receive healing. But I want us to look at the physical obstacles as it applies to us mm-hmm. when we are in need of a miracle, when we are in need of divine intervention in, in problems we are faced with when we need divine intervention in our healing when we need divine intervention in our deliverance when we need divine intervention in our blessing and our breakthrough let's look at what this paralyzed man faced but is also compared to our life one the house where jesus was preaching and healing the sick was full that was a, that was an obstacle there was nowhere to reach out to Jesus, okay. there was no space. Even the entrance to the house didn't have any space for anyone to enter. Just picture that—you're mm. trying to get to Jesus, but as crowds upon crowds that are surrounded prevent you from penetrating. Mm. Two, the house poses as a hindrance. The house itself, the physical structure of the house, poses as a hindrance since gaining assets was impossible. When we look at most of Jesus' meetings, it was done in the open. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. In, uh, because troves of crowd followed Jesus when he was in the scene. Mm-hmm. Perhaps Jesus was visiting. This was not an organized meeting. Hallelujah. So that only those that were divinely ordained, orchestrated to have an encounter with Jesus, knew about it. And they, 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 they got their chance to get in there, in the house. He was visiting, and he caught the attention of people. And even there is a school of thought explaining that he was visiting Peter. That was the house of Peter. That's, that's an, a, a, a school of thought. So it was not looking at like an arranged meeting. Three, one who was paralyzed, his sickness put him in bondage to depend on others. When you are sick, when you are in need, your sickness, your need puts you in bondage to depend on others for help. So the four friends decided to take him to the meeting to meet Jesus, which means there was a chance that these friends had a choice to have decided not to carry him to the meeting. Mm-hmm. There could have been a situation where they would have refused. Have you ever needed help from friends who thought, who you thought loved you but then disappointed you? Mm-hmm. Even though they had the resources and the means to have helped you, mm-hmm. it always happens that we could be filled by family and friends when we need that. Most greater help. Four obstacles. The effort and energy needed to climb on top of the roof with a sick person, that's a daunting task. I don't know if it was a one-story building, if it was a two-story building, whatever type of building it was. Just imagine yourself carrying a dead weight, somebody who is paralyzed. I don't know how much that man weighed. Could have weighed 300 pounds or whatever, but struggling, looking for a means and a way to lift this man up, climb on top of a roof, remove the roof, and with a calculated effort, dropping this sick man right in front of Jesus. Oh that was quite something. Yes. And Jesus could not do anything. But be drawn to this action, Mm -hmm. and the man receive his miracle, his healing. So the love these four friends have for their friend, if it's not that love, they will have decided to take him back home. Went to the scene, crowds of crowds, couldn't get to Jesus, forget it. Let's go back home. Some friends would have done that. Instead of doing what they did for the proverbs, man to be healed by Jesus. So that speaks to us about the association and friends in our lives. Sometimes can work for us or against us to be victorious in our work with Jesus. There are friends and associations we have to avoid because they will not help our work and our relationship with God when you want to be sanctified, when you want, you want to pray, when you want to be involved in the things of God, these friends will say, let's go to the club. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go here. Let's go gambling. Hey, let's go to the strip club, or whatever it is that will impact your work with God. Good friends are planted by God in our lives to help us achieve our God-given destiny. And bad friends or associations are planted by Satan in our lives so he can use them to cause killing, stealing, destruction. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. That because of your association with some friends, there's always chaos, confusion. You are always involved in some type of a mess. You are always involved in some type of a drama. Hallelujah. There's the old idea which says, show me your friends and I will show you your character. Show me, best with the same feathers flock together. Let's look at the fifth obstacle, the spectators, the spectators, the spectators or our runners. The spectators could be our friends, they could be our family, they could be uh, our co-workers, they could be people we are in church with. First Lady I always gave an example. When it was time to worship and praise in the church, that's when people are trying to talk to you. They are trying to push you. They are trying to, you know, kind of get you out of your worship and trying to connect with God. When there's prayer, is gonna, that's when some people want to talk. And, and when the word is coming, that's when some people want to be, uh, uh, get involved in activities that, that are very distracting. These are spectators. So we see these scribes, uh, uh, masters of the law, they were spectators. They weren't supposed to be there. They heard Jesus was in the scene, and they knew the works of Jesus wherever he went. Mm -hmm. He was doing good. He was healing. He was delivering. He was saving souls. Hallelujah. They are all spectators that are trying to (coughs) prevent us from uh, receiving what God has in store for us. Mm-hmm. And this time describes as we read about who were thinking otherwise when Jesus said, Your sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. He said, Who is this man that could forgive sin? Are you God? Wow. You know, that's a sin. You have broken the law. Mm-hmm. And their assignment was to trade Jesus wherever he is and to corner him to break the law. But Jesus already knew the works of these people. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit of God always revealed their plan, their intentions, and he escaped their traps. Why? They had a religious spirit. Some of us have a religious spirit. We have no relationship with God. Hallelujah. And their religious spirit prevented them to accept the assignment of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But made every effort to trap him so he will be accused of breaking the law. These men did not believe in the works of resurrection or the ministry Jesus was assigned to do to save, to heal and to deliver. They were full of hate, jealousy. They thought Jesus was becoming more important than them and the people's heart was turning to Jesus. They were afraid as the people see the light, after twisting the laws to their own advantage, they were going to lose their livelihood. It was all about what they could get, using the word of God to to manipulate people to their own advantage. They see the assignment of Jesus breaking that. They see the assignment of deliverance, the assignment of healing, that the heart of man will turn to God. And that was the assignment of Jesus. So the spectators, watch out for the spectators when you are trying to receive from God. Watch out for the spectators when you are trying to get a breakthrough, when you are trying to get a blessing, when you are trying to get a miracle, pray fast. And these people say, what does it mean? Don't forget this, Pastor. Forget the word of God. What is fasting, praying, and all that stuff? Come on, let's go to the club and get drunk and dance and get a groove on. Oh, come on, man. I found that good restaurant over there. We're going over there. Let's go. And you you are caught up. You fasted. You want to do fasting from 6 to 6. Now these people influence you. At 11 o'clock and then you broke your fast you're going out to that restaurant with these friends. Watch out for the spectators. Mm-hmm. But despite all these obstacles, hallelujah, <clears throat> despite all these obstacles, through it all, hallelujah. I want you to repeat that. But despite all these obstacles that we face, through, through it all, through it all. It all yeah. Jesus saw the faith of the Paul's this paralyzed man, and his four friends. So he was moved to heal him. Our faith in God moves him to prove himself faithful in our lives. This year, your faith in Jesus, your trust and your belief in Jesus will move Jesus to heal you, to release the breakthrough, and to meet us at a point of our difficult needs. Hallelujah. When God saw the faith of our father Abraham, Genesis chapter 22, verse 15 to 18. Could you read that for us? Genesis chapter 22, verse 15 to 18.
1: The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from from heaven a second time and said, By myself, on the basis of who I am, I have sworn an oath, declares the Lord, that since you have done this thing and have not withheld from me your son, Mm -hmm. your only son of promise, Mm -hmm. indeed I will greatly bless you and I will greatly multiply your descendants like the stars of the heaven and the sand on the seashore and your Your seed seed shall possess the gate of their enemies as conquerors through your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed Because you have heard and obeyed my voice.
2: This is where uh, Abraham's faith caused God to swear. Mm. Because I swear by myself for blessing, I'll bless you. Mm. But the seed is Jesus. Because through Abraham's seed, the lineage of Jesus came from Abraham and carried on through King David. The seed is Jesus who saved the world. And by so doing, we have also received salvation. And all many that are about to receive salvation mm-hmm. today. So the seed is Jesus who came from King David's lineage. Mm-hmm. And you hear the blind man, Bartimaeus, mm-hmm. when he caught the attention of Jesus and received his sight, Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52. That's your assignment. Mark chapter 10 verse 46 to 52. Blind man Bartimaeus, when he heard the crowd, when he heard, when he smelled Jesus in the scene, he began to scream, son of David, son of David. And that caught the attention of Jesus. And the crowd were pushing him away. The spectators, the crowd were pushing him away. Who are you? Blind man, get away. We're trying to get to this Jesus. And he caught the attention of Jesus. And Jesus said, Bring him. And the same people that were preventing him, they were like, Hey, he's calling you. He's calling you to receive yourself. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. First John chapter 5, verse 4, for the sake of time. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. For everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world. Mm-hmm. The victory that I've conquered and overcome the world, are mm-hmm. continuing, persistent in faith, in Jesus, the Son of God. So the victory, our faith that gives us victory, mm-hmm. hallelujah, it's our persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Our trust and belief in the Son of God. Our faith brings victory. Despite all, I trust and I believe in Jesus. Despite all the factors working against us from the outside. Romans chapter 12, verse 3, it says, For God has dealt with every man the measure of faith. The measure of faith. God has dealt with every man the measure of faith, coming from his word in our heart. When the word of God is planted in your heart, Mm -hmm. through meditation. When you keep the word of God in your heart, you have faith. You receive faith. The moment God spoke to Abraham, he received faith from the word of God. The measure of faith was dealt to him or us when we received the word of God. And we start to walk on the word. And we start to obey. A miracle can be referred to any situation in our lives which needs divine intervention. A miracle applying to our life and our work with God is in a situation which needs divine intervention. Hebrews chapter six, verse seven, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to work with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly yes. and diligently seek him. Yes. The situation of the four friends yes. and the paralyzed man. They persevere. Mm-hmm. They earnestly worked hard to get to where Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Seven said, by faith with Confidence in God and his word, Noah being warned by God about event not yet seen, Mm -hmm. in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an hire Mm -hmm. of righteousness, which comes by faith. Example of the measure of faith coming from the word of God. Noah kept the word of God in his heart to obey it, and both his family and him were saved from the floor. Mm -hmm. Our world today needs salvation. Mm -hmm. Our world today is not that different from Noah's generation. Hallelujah. This generation could be compared with the generation of Noah, when people were making merry, when people were eating, dancing, enjoying life, Mm -hmm. when people were getting married here and there chasing the American dream, the floods came. Hallelujah. And they were caught up in the floods. The workings of God are spiritual and needs to be received by faith. The workings of God need to be caught by faith because it's spiritual. And we see the action of the four men and the paralyzed man explain that they believe Jesus can heal. Their friend before they saw it, they believed Jesus can heal their friend. Mm-hmm. Before they they help, before they carried their friend and made every effort that he saw his healing, mm-hmm. they believe it mm-hmm. because they believe they took every means necessary to get to Jesus for their friend to receive healing, yeah. to receive from God. Jesus said. It is more blessing to believe before you see. But most of us, we want to see the miracle. Where is your faith before we believe? Mm-hmm. Matthew two verse three to four. They came bringing to him a paralyzed man mm-hmm. who was being carried by four men when they were unable to get to him because of the crowd. They removed the roof above Jesus. And when they have decked out an opening, they let down the mat on which the paralyzed man was lying. Mm-hmm. The action of the man, these four men, explained that faith is what? Spontaneous. Mm-hmm. They never expected that by getting to where Jesus was, there would be no access to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So the action they took that described their faith, it was spontaneous. Oh the spirit of God gave them an idea how to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. There was troves of people, some sitting on the street, a mile away. (laughs) I'm just using that as an example. But why did these people, when they be able to get from the the back to the front? But the Spirit of God gave them the idea how to get their friend to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Faith is spontaneous. It comes natural act inspired by the spirit of God. And now faith, and now faith is the substance of things for, and the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. Meaning faith acts now in response to the need. Mm -hmm. Faith acts now in response to the need, Mm -hmm. hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Your trust and believing God will produce the action will produce the direction, Mm -hmm. will produce the instruction as to how to take care of that need. Mm -hmm. Reasoning about how God will answer us can cause your faith to decrease. Mm -hmm. We want to reason about how God is going to perform the miracle. Mm -hmm. We want to reason, and because we cannot understand the things of God, that sets him unbelief sets in. Mm-hmm. Reasoning about how God will perform the miracle or meet your need is an example of wanting to see before your belly. Mark chapter 11 verse 23 to 26 <clears throat> I assure you and most solemnly say to you whoever says to this man be lifted up and thrown into the shield mm-hmm. and does not doubt in his heart. That's not reason in his heart. In God's unlimited power, as influenced by the power of God <clears throat> spontaneously, now, but believe that what he has he what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. 24. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will. Believe, don't reason, believe Believe. with confident trust that you have received them. Already believe that you have received answers to your prayer. When it's no, it's an answer to your prayer. Because no to an answer to a prayer means something, it means time is not yet up for that blessing. God is saying, Be patient, wait a little bit, and I'm going to release that breakthrough. That you have received them, and they will be given to you. Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Drop the issue. Let it go. So that your Father who is in heaven will also what? Forgive your transgressions and your wrongdoing. Forgiveness brings healing. Who is in heaven will also forgive your transgression and wrongdoing against him and others. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your transgression. As much as we are expecting God to forgive us and bless us, as much as we are expecting God to forgive us and heal us and deliver us and save us and show us mercy and meet us at the point of our needs and release the breakthrough, God is saying, forgive us forgive others don't hold grudges don't hold offenses hallelujah the key to unlocking divine intervention to meet impossibilities in our lives is forgiveness did you hear that Mm -hmm. the key to unlocking divine intervention to meet impossibilities in our lives is forgiveness unforgiveness holding offense in your heart against someone will prevent the spirit of God from operating in you. It is also a sin in the sight of God. Not forgiving others is a sin itself in the sight of God. Jesus, the son, has power to forgive sin as he is part of the Godhead. Because they were reasoning. Uh, you, you, You are a man. You can't forgive sin. Forgiveness cannot be seen with the Naked eye, when it happens, but healing can be seen because of its physical evidence. Mm-hmm. Healing can be seen. Your sins have been forgiven, mm-hmm. and you receive healing, mm-hmm. and you receive breakthrough, and you receive deliverance, and curses are broken off your life. Mm-hmm. Because when you are holding grudges in your heart, mm-hmm. it could lead to sicknesses, disease, and infirmity. Emotionally, physically. Hallelujah. Let's pray this prayer. Position your heart to receive your miracle today as I bring this service to an end. Speak to your problems as Jesus spoke to the paralyzed man. Rise up and walk. Speak right now to your situation. <clears throat> Look at your situation in the eye, whatever you are being faced with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And say, self. Rise up of the fear. Self, rise up of the panic. Self, rise up out of Mm -hmm. the infirmity. Self, rise up of the sickness, disease, and infirmity. Self, rise up of the depression. Self, rise up. Relationship, speak to your relationship. Rise up out of the chaos, the disease, and infirmity. My business. Rise out of death and receive life, hallelujah. My business, rise up and walk. My career, rise up and walk, hallelujah. My job, rise up and walk, hallelujah. The glory and the power of God locate you in everywhere of your life in the name of Jesus. Forgiveness brings healing. Hallelujah. And forgiveness will come through the works that Jesus performed on the cross to save you and I. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Out of that work, we obtain grace and mercy. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, it says, by faith, we receive salvation. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. By faith, We receive grace and mercy. By faith, are you saved? Mm -hmm. Through the grace and the mercies of God. When you believe in the sacrificial work of Jesus on the cross, that is the beginning of your salvation. You say, well, Pastor, I don't know about Jesus. Never heard of the name Jesus. But today, Jesus is calling you to submit, to surrender your heart to him. All that you are experiencing in your life, the chaos, the confusion, the commotion, is a sign that you need Jesus in your heart. Calling you out to accept Jesus today. And those that have strayed away from their faith, their work, God, those that say, I'm mad at Jesus, Jesus is saying, come on back home. The spiritual realm is not looking right. Mm The word of the Lord says it is appointment for man to die mm-hmm. and there is judgment. And the question that you'll be asked is what did you do with Jesus? You know your standing in, in, in God is not where it's supposed to be. You have questions in your heart about where you're going to end up when you die. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. It is a sign that you need Jesus in your heart repeat this prayer after me dear jesus, dear
1: jesus
2: i thank you for saving. i thank you for forgiving me of my sins i thank
1: you for forgiving me of my sins
2: i thank you for dying on the
1: cross i thank you for dying
2: to for save Christ. me from my sins my i believe sin. that you are the son of god
1: i believe that you are the son of god i
2: invite you into my heart
1: i invite you to my heart to
2: be my lord and personal savior to be
1: my lord and, and personal
2: savior and I will serve you dear jesus
1: And I will serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. I will serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life.
2: You have entered into a covenant relationship with God. God is expecting you to do your part. Obey this covenant. Walk in righteousness by reading the word of God. Mm -hmm. I propose to you, looking for a Bible if you need one, send us an email. We'll send you materials to support Mm -hmm. this salvation you have just received this newfound faith in God you have just received. Mm-hmm. And when you obey this covenant, God will also do his part. I declare you saved, and angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation. Hallelujah. And also, your name has been written in the Lamb's Book mm-hmm. of Life, Revelation chapter 20. You could start reading from verse 12 onwards. It talks about... The Lamb's Book of Life, those whose names will not be found in the Lamb's Book of Life, will end up in the lake of fire with Satan and his demons. Hallelujah. I also opened the, uh, uh, the the Lightweight Church online. If you want to join Lightweight Church, if you want to partner with us, look up our information. We open the doors of Lightweight Church online. Also, let us hear from you. If you Pray this salvation prayer and God's name. Let us hear from you. Send us an email. God bless you. Amen. First
1: name. Amen and amen. And if you are interested in becoming a member of Lightweight Church Online, um, just go ahead and click on the link, and someone from our office will get back to you once you have um, completed the link in its entirety, the form. What a blessing. What a blessing. Forgiveness brings healing. Yes forgiveness brings healing and even as pastor daniel was um preaching the word of god yeah. it just it just brought me to the tank that so many people are hurting out there because of different situations and and situ- situations and circumstances yeah. that um, they have faced you know and it reminds me of the scripture in luke chapter 23 and verse 34 when jesus said um father forgive them for they know not what they do. That is what you have to do when you find yourself in a situation where you cannot forgive. You give it to the father and say, father, forgive them for they know not what to do. And that's the father to begin to visit your heart. I know what they did was hurtful. I know what they said was hurtful, but you got to find inner healing for yourself, my God, because there's a weight on the inside of you that you have to release it. And the only way you can release it is giving that painful situation to the the Father, my God. At this time, I want to invite everyone um, to go forth in um, the act of giving, amen? The act of giving on to the Lord. You cannot buy a blessing. You can never buy a blessing. Amen. But you can sow a seed. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. I want you to go to lightweightchurch.com and you can sow a seed there, or you could do my favorite way, which is text to give. Yes. And the number is 833-901-2082. 833 901 2082. Yes, I want you to sow a seed, amen? Yes. That bitterness, that weight on the inside. Go ahead and sow that seed, amen? He yes. said, I'm not sowing for them. No, you're sowing for yourself, amen? Yes. You're sowing for victory for yourself. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. As you are preparing um, to ask the Father, what is it that he would have you to give? I want to yeah. pray for you as you are going forth. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these seeds that are going forth right now in yes, the Lord. name of Lord Jesus. Father, even as as the seeds are being planted. Father, I thank you for lifting up every yeah. weight. Oh, every obstacle, every challenge that have Glory. set your people Glory. back. Oh, Father, those tears that are being shed out yes. of pain Lord. and agony. Yes. Oh, Father, visit your people. Yes. Visit yes. every secret prayer request yes. that yes. has Lord. been in their heart. Visit yes. every Lord. prayer request Glory. they have uttered Lord. out of their mouth. Glory. Father, we thank you for divine Glory. turnaround. Glory. We thank Glory. you for the shifting Glory. in the name Lord of Jesus, Jesus we you, pray. Jesus. Amen and amen. amen and amen. It is so. Oh, hallelujah. And now I want to invite you um, to to join Lightway Church of God in Christ. You know, we believe in the power of prayer because we know that prayer changes things. So many wonderful testimonies come in throughout the week of what God has been doing in the lives of his people. God is good, hallelujah. If it was never for that situation, you would never have a testimony of how God brought you out. So, you know, the situation, you give thanks in advance because it's an opportunity for God to show his glory. I hope somebody caught that. Amen. But I want to invite you to pray with us. We pray weekly, amen, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Check your time zones. And the number we call is 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632 three, two. You say, well, I don't know what my calling is on earth. I don't know what to do. Go ahead and join the prayer line, but go ahead and evangelize. Send somebody on the prayer line with you. That co-worker, that family member that just seems to irk your last nerve. Go ahead and invite them. Amen. And amen. watch God begin to work in their lives. People look all set on the outside, but on the inside they're hurting. So you never know your one invitation to invite someone to prayer can change their life. Oh, Holly, Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, don't you have any more now? Uh,
2: we're good. Uh, we thank you for your support, those that are giving. God bless you for your sacrificial giving. Yes, yes. God bless you. And bring it back into your life. 100%. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. Well, it has been a blessing as always coming to you today with the word of God. I pray you have a peaceful, prosperous, productive day. Amen. And we will meet you next Next week, Sunday,
2: next same same time,
1: time, same place. You forgot that part. God bless you.